Hi guys, welcome to a Radio Bros podcast with Dan and Shahid where we talk about all things cloud. And in this episode, we will be talking about just that. What is the cloud? Do we use it? And where does it happen? So Dan, in this episode, I would like to focus on one particular thing, which is to define the term cloud. Um, and it's quite an interesting one when I talk to uh, my family and their kind of understanding is, you know, I asked my mum, you know, when she's interested about using her phone and um, she doesn't know what the word cloud is. But when I asked my brother, who's a doctor and he's obsessed with iPhones, he said, it's your stuff, it's everything. It's all stored in the ether. So I thought, Let's try to define our understanding around the cloud. Um, you know, we hear cloud computing, cloud hosting. So I'm going to turn to you to come up or help come up with an easy to digest understanding, if not the actual meaning or definition of the cloud. So Dan, where do you think we should start? Uh, yeah, so the cloud. I think personally, I think it's brandished around a little bit far too much for my liking. Um, I think a lot of people use it to describe what we know as the internet. So a lot of internet service providers will say, get on the cloud. This is your cloud. And I don't know, I think there's a misconception about what we think it is and what the rest of the universe thinks it is. I think, you know, you yeah. picked up a good topic with sort of mature people. I wouldn't say elderly because they're not, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, so they, they've got a, you know, they're coming in technology sort of bit behind the times you know yeah I, I do feel that as well um I remember about probably about 11 12 years ago when I used to do some lecturing um and talk about networking and all that and we get all these uh people in trying to sell their products and services mm. and that's when the cloud terminology started coming about it felt like a catchphrase mm. um it's, it's, it's a sales technique I think I think it's where we're going yeah, yeah. I was for a while. I mean, it is, you know. Yeah, we, we, yeah. I, I look at it and I started thinking, um, you know, they, they, you like you said, it's banded about everywhere. It is banded about mm. when well, it's three hundred percent better than it was last year. That's that's for sure. <laughs> it just it just has to be right. Yeah, <laughs> your cloud's bigger. <laughs> it is bigger, um, and. To be honest, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Though, is you know, do you define your your worth as the value of your cloud? You know, it, how much of your personal data and what's it worth to you is stored in that is stored in that ether? You know, it's, it's an interesting concept, isn't it? So, yeah. banking details is that all of the finances you have? You know, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, and, and I, at the beginning, I used to actually have the visual of looking at the sky, looking at the cloud, and just think, why would they say say that? And maybe. I started getting a feeling is an evolution of how we used to say surf the web, um, mm. you know, and, and you know, information you superhighway and things like that. These are all catchphrases yeah. that have evolved throughout our lifetime, right? So, I think cloud is is the newest the newest sales technique, as I say. So it started off, you know, information superhighway, and then you know, surfing the net, and now and now cloud. It's it's just an evolution of the way the world is becoming. You know? That makes so much sense. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it was just me um, with getting all confused with uh, terminology and, you know, me uh, being a bit of an old hat. Um, 
I always start thinking you're of. an old hat. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Weathered, uh, <laughs> weathered in the storm, my friend. Weathered. <laughs> well, when we look at the cloud, then, so if we start breaking it down into pieces, you know, um, we know it's we're talking about the internet for sure. Um, like you said, sure. connecting to the cloud from the ISP. Mm. So then, if we start thinking of the internet, quantify it then we really are talking about an entire network of computers and servers all over the world, around the globe. Um, And then, again, constantly thinking, um, trying to put my technical hat on, which is, yeah, there's got to be lots of servers, and they all serve unique functions. So we've got um, web servers where the websites are stored, and then we've got FTP servers um, for file sharing. Mm. Uh, You know, what the servers are there is... uh, my brain's going blank. <laughs> mail servers, maybe. <laughs> mail servers. There you go. Our email on the mail servers, and when we look at YouTube for music and videos, uh, streaming services. I think. I think cloud for us is 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 about service based. You know, resources. You know, whether it be audio, visual, data storage, or whatever. It's it's about services, mm. right? And I think to us, what we are as consultant developers, as I like to say, and advertise myself as. Yeah. Um, just just because I can, and, uh, <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so we sling code, but we we do it properly, and you know, and that's that's kind of what we do. But I think what yeah. we do as a day job, and what what the products we use provide services to other people that provide other services to people, and the list goes on. So I think cloud for us, although it is technically extension or whatever heuristic view of the internet or whatever for us is is all about services Uh, yes that's that's where we're coming from right so these 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 services you talk about which are providing you know a service whether that be a combination of mail database file storage and then some wrapper around that to provide a SaaS. shall we go there (laughs) (laughs) so if we were to uh, try uh, try to define it a bit more, so services is services on top of the internet. So we are using services mm. that's made available to us over the internet. So right. we are literally using someone else's computer to store our photos and music and and things like that. Yeah, I think I think you know I think if we take this uh, a little bit further, you can you can see that the resource. So we we I had I had a um, an experience one time where we're working with a client. And um, they had internal departments selling services. Now, they used to have a service portfolio. So that portfolio contained all of your services. So, for example, one department would supply completely database server. That, that was their sole purpose. Now, to me, there's, there's the consumer, i.e. the employee. I, I buy that service because I have something to store. Now, we can take this into the sort of personal sector as well. It's a kind of flows both ways but so the, the the department would put up that database server now the the consumer i.e the, the purchaser of that would then just use that and wouldn't kind of understand what was behind running that that database so all they gave a damn about was putting their data somewhere that's it right so to run that server right. it has to have a box it has to have electricity it has to have psus and etc etc it's all the infrastructure and then the operating system and then the database server on mm. top of that. So it's a service to the end user, i.e. the consumer, is not necessarily the same perception of a service from the provider. Now, 
here's where it gets really interesting is that you can have multiple multiple suppliers supplying different parts of another service for somebody else. So you can have department A mm. collaborating with comp- department B. So A does the database, B does the file sharing, for example. And they they would mm-hmm. they would both sort of have that into another portfolio, maybe in both of their portfolios because obviously they share the resources and they sell that to to the business as as a solution or a service which is whatever it might be a database and whatever file storage that you would use that for now that's just a completely sort of random analogy of the world but that's that's the kind of underpinning way it used to work and then we would we would use our skills to actually provide that into something like a service catalog which is something we'll probably get into um later on mm. in the conversation because we're kind of tangenting so cloud services i yeah. think you know that's that's i kind of wanted to get that as the way i perceive it anyway yeah know? yeah I, I suppose that makes perfect sense so we're looking at you know inside businesses inside companies and then there's the personal aspect as well so uh we rattled off some examples uh of cloud so it's even between our phone and someone else's service so uh we already mentioned things like youtube mm. and um then there's Apple's iCloud. The name, name says it all. <laughs> Our photos and videos are stored on uh, Apple's own uh, It's ambiguous, isn't it, really? It's, it's what, what you want it to be. But uh, the way I look at iCloud is, um, you know, Apple's going to have their own service, uh, servers and their own data center. Well, do they? Do they outsource to somebody else? I mean, do they, do they, they, might, they might well do. They don't have to. I mean, probably Apple do because they're flipping huge, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> even, even the big companies outsource to other big companies. So, for example, people would purchase services for hmm. whatever from a third party like amazon or apple yeah. or, and then provide their own service on 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 top of that even though they are a mega you know yeah company and, and we'll probably touch on that as well in, in oh we will definitely have to have a big conversation about that one and uh <laughs> i am planning that actually um when when I was starting to look into the cloud stuff and I saw this uh, mention of Amazon uh, mm. services and, and, and Azure. Sure. And I didn't really fully appreciate cloud terminology for, from them. And um, when we were talking about it before, I started thinking, you know what, this will be definitely another conversation for another time. This will be something definitely I'd like to pick mm. your brains on. Um, but of course you know don't don't want to to go there (laughs) yeah but you know just to sell to everyone else other examples google docs um microsoft office Mm. um this is just normal Mm. cloud software and gaming even now microsoft x cloud is on the horizon and we've got google stadia that's been out and uh nvidia gaming's always been a big thing anyway i mean you know gaming storing your, your 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 deliverable so you buy it from one shop and you don't even have to i mean you obviously have to download it but you don't have to have a physical media anymore because it's stored somewhere in your storage on on the cloud you know on on a a server and the streaming is going to another level now with xbox x coming out and all these other things so that's Mm. quite cool seeing that the whole how concept definitely falls into into gaming and then of course we've uh um Gaming as a service. Yeah, there gaming as a service. <laughs> right. That's it. You've, you've hit it. You said it twice now. First time you said SaaS, now gaming as a service. And now these are the interesting... So let's talk about as a service. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so let's start talking about that. And um... Let's talk about ass, right? <laughs> let's, let's, let's face it. Let's face it. Everything has an ass. It's <laughs> just, just the way it is. So... Right. <laughs> so for all our, for all our listeners... Um, 
we're not actually saying ass as ass in a rude way but is the aas acronym and you could put another letter in front of it so it's something that's as a service as a service there you yeah. go ass. <laughs> it's, uh... it's not an ass <laughs> sorry to emphasize that i do, <laughs> I do apologize <laughs> no that's fine i feel it necessary to get the point across <laughs> so this is quite interesting that this is a very interesting part about um the aas <laughs> Fine, I'll say it as. Yeah, let, let's keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> You've already started. I'm going to have to continue now, but as because <laughs> just because I dug the hole doesn't mean you have to jump in it, right? <laughs> so, ServiceNow was my first like uh, official experience in a company defining saying uh, defining itself as uh, as a cloud company. Uh, and at time, this is going back ten years, they were talked mm. about themselves as a SaaS company, which is mm-hmm. software as a service. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over time, they kind of evolved into that other areas, and I started hearing other acronyms. So when are we? When we were brainstorming these episodes, it was quite interesting because you threw in some other terms that I've never mm. heard of before, and you know, really think now is a good time to start trying to define each of those sort of things so i already said SaaS. Mm. um so that's software uh, as a service right so just for yeah <laughs> clarity literally software as a service so would you say uh microsoft office 365 i think they got microsoft 365 now they're doing some rebranding mm. at the moment I, th- I think that's safely in the SaaS SaaS world definitely it is a software product it is a word processor it does what it does simply yeah right yeah, yeah, and your files will be stored on those Microsoft servers, and it's the application is to use there, or you mm. can download the files locally is up to you. But yeah, just using it in the browser, which is quite interesting for me. Sure, um, sure. Then pass platform as a service. Yeah. Now, how can mm. we define platform as a service, or or, or should I <laughs> mention a passers, or should we start from the bottom up? Because as I started discovering all these other terms, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a bit of a minefield, unfortunately. I think you just got to sort of wade in and hope for the best. Yeah, so. maybe, maybe we can start from the top then. So we've already said SaaS. It's the software that you're seeing. Yeah. And then maybe mm-hmm. underneath that, you've got APAS or PASS. Now, uh, the APAS mm. thing kind of interested me because um, last year when ServiceNow started describing itself more as an APAS solution than a PASS solution, um, mm. and that, that really got to me. So you said PASS is platform as a service, and the APAS, A was for application, so application platform sure. as a service. So mm-hmm. so the SaaS is a client of the PASS then because the PASS that has all the necessary stuff to be able to see the software um, or use or interact with the software. So there was there was a natural evolution of of okay. now from from a SaaS. I mean, mm. so I mean it was always it, all, it always was a sort of pass, and it, but it was kind of selling itself originally. Now I will probably get shot if I get this wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> this was my personal perception. There you go. There's there's, there's the, <laughs> yes, the grand definitely. disclaimer. <laughs> it's like, it's my opinion. Okay. okay. <laughs> Completely mine. No way influenced by anyone else right now. Um or or not admitting liability anyway. Um so from my perception it was it was always a SAS and people used to call it um it's a SAS. And then uh I, I went to knowledge one time back in, I think it was, gosh, 2014. It was a long time ago now, six years. Um, so so for those who don't know, we'll go into knowledge probably in a later episode. But for now, it's a, it's a conference that ServiceNow geeks go to, basically. And that's, that's about it. We'll keep it there. Mm. So when we were doing a training course 
in where were we? Um, San Francisco. That's all right. Wow. Um, lovely place. And so we were sitting there doing a dom separation course. Now we won't. We won't go into dom sep. Okay, we're just not going to go there. As simple as that ever. And so we were sitting in there, and everyone just kept saying it's a SAS. And there was a, a senior lecturer there. I I don't remember his name. Well, I kind of. I remember his face and I, I, when I was there, I kind of remembered who he was and I'd, I'd heard his name around the place. So I, I was kind of aware of him, but I didn't know him personally. So he was doing this training course and please forgive me mm. if you're listening to this. <laughs> I cannot remember your names. <laughs> so again, um, so he said, no, it's, it, it, he had this red buzzer. It was, it was quite funny actually. So every time someone would say box, right. So, you know, our, our lovely phrase out of, out of the box or or sass he would he'd ring this ring this bell and um he would always say it's not sass it's pass it's platformers and stuff. And i thought what's the difference come on tell me tell me what the difference is and he's well it's it's more than software it's functional it's it it gives you reason it's okay okay um yeah so <laughs> still don't get it i, I just pff, yeah okay so how did, how did you how did you migrate and and how did how did service now become an application platform as a service or was it always an a pass it was just branding itself and selling itself as a as a SaaS to get sales, dare I say, or I don't know. I think it's more about the product base. So in the, in those early days, around a time when I started with ServiceNow, people would incorrectly call it an ITIL application because ITIL is more than just incident, problem, and change. Mm-hmm. But that was primarily what we were using it for. We saw it as sure. one solution. The for... key, the key ITIL. <laughs> yes. In the operational and transition stages of ITIL. Correct. There are um... five books on ITIL. So gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this I'll is see... just one book and that's like 10,000 pages as it is. So yeah, let's, let's not go there. And, 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 and the IT services sector is probably about <laughs> a third of that again, you know, so we are talking a microscopic razor thin yeah. edge here guys. So I think that's an idea for another episode to go into ITIL. Oh, lots well, of well. schools of thoughts around uh, services. Oh, gosh, that's management. another minefield here. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, <laughs> If I, if I was trying to quantify it, yeah, it felt like a SaaS because we mainly, in, as in my team that I was in, a support team, and you were in as well, was mm-hmm. um, w- was a support team and primarily used it for uh, incidents and problems. And we did use change when it comes to scheduling upgrades. Um, uh-huh. And it's interesting how the problem application at that time wasn't treated as an application, but problem was used as a way to uh, do our uh, defect tracking. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think it kind of grew into a few more applications. And then you realize, you know what, we can create more menu menus by creating mm. these other tables and things. And yeah, it did start feeling more like a platform because you can start developing more and give a different variety of what kind of software you use. So then- See, this is this is a key part, isn't it? Where, do, where does pass become a pass, right? So you've just mentioned coding. Does, you know, yeah. does the addition of coding and an API give give pass an a pass does it I, I you know what's what's the this is where <laughs> i might get shot now um <laughs> i've been there so... i've done it so you know <laughs> we're over that so part if they're going to shoot anyone i'll stand up there with you and say right fine shoot me as well a pass kind of evolved the word terminology i it started coming out around two years ago so in one particular version of service now or one release as they call it um it, it 
came to sort of like the Fuji uh, Eureka sort of release. Uh, mm. When was this? Uh, I think that was uh, 2013, 2014 sort of time period. Um, and I'm not going to confirm or deny that. I'm just going <laughs> to leave you Google stranded. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm definitely going to get shot. Uh, I've got a um, dangerous search. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say closer to 2014, 2015, in that sort of time period, I started seeing the word scoping. So, yes, okay, right, yeah. Um, it kind of, they wanted to reduce and remove the idea, you're just creating a table, you're just creating a field here um, as one big ugly database where things are. They wanted to have some sort of organizing and containership. So the, uh, the modules that, uh, shall we say the various kind of sub software that we saw before uh, when mm. service that was calling it SAS pass uh, started evolving. So a good example is HR. Um, right, right. Now yeah. HR wasn't treated as an application. And so it kind of started being treated more as an application and it became a scope tap and scoping kind of literally kind of literally doesn't make sense. <laughs> Scope, <laughs> scoping is a way to, contain it all to say this mm. is an individual application that can move sure. from one instance to another right without impacting the 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 sort of base base system right yeah so when the service now store came along or the app store the service now app store mm. came along those applications that people were developing previously at the past or the time that became these little scoped apps they were over there so i think that is a milestone to say in my view that service now platform became more of an APAS solution because we literally do have applications available which one person developed on one mm. system but you can use it on your system and instead of going to service now for assistance you're going to those developers there's a nice little gateway so it really felt like an APAS solution you actually do have applications like installing mm. home. you're building on the platform to provide another another well, either an extension to the platform or an independent application that's built on top of the platform, right? Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, if, you know, you could use, dare I say, ServiceNow, and there was a damn good um, example of someone who wrote the what appeared to be a clone of the Mac OS desktop written oh. completely in Service Portal on, on top of ServiceNow. So, oh. very impressive stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, you could take that idea and plant it anywhere so if you really so desire to go against the powers that be and sort of create your own online word processor i mean if you had the mm. inkling or the energy to do it and then program host it, it, into on, that. Program it into into <laughs> service now and, and 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 host it but you know there are obviously other ways to do this maybe <laughs> <laughs> more effective ways to do this dare i say because probably not the right platform to do that sort of stuff in but you know for, for for the sort of benefit of going out there i think that's you know how far you could go if you really wanted to be sort of yeah you know mad i suppose crazy inventor isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's quite interesting so if we were to try simplify our big long discussion around mm. pass um so we can say this is where a platform is provided to allow people to develop, run, and manage applications without worrying about any of the infrastructure below mm. uh, below the stack. Um, so we can start thinking of um, AI uh, services, chatbots, and mm. and like you said, you gave some other awesome examples. So I think I'm happy with that. But now, 
what I'm not happy with, and I need you here now, that you threw in yeah, an yeah. acronym, DAS. Desktop as a service. Oh, right. So that's what DAS stands for. Desktop yeah. as a service. Yeah, yeah. So Okay. It's these little things that fly up and glean my curiosity occasionally. So I was, I was walking around a professional, I use the word professional, social media site. I'm not going to mention their name. So okay. I'm sure you can pretty much guess. Um, and this desktop as a service booklet came flashing up. I thought, well, I'll have a look at that. And it was something that sort of gleaned me because I used to run networks back in the day um, when I was a ye Ben, as it were, a sort of younger man, <laughs> 18 years old, sort of milling around just around sort of university days. And obviously every desktop had the ability to run up software at the time right so hmm. and to go from there and be here to see where you could run a whole uh, desktop in the cloud in in on the internet you know you don't all you need is a screen a screen and a and a and a keyboard that's it a screen keyboard mouse that's it everything else on the cloud well i have to challenge it now i can't help but think of this i'm thinking of those old terminals yes connected to a mainframe right Pretty much the same thing, oh. but delivered over rather than you. Again, this is the whole sort of services infrastructure, right? So, if I'm a small company, so we were a small company when I when I we was a running network manager. I think it was 20 users in the whole company, so it wasn't it wasn't a huge establishment, right? So, um, if you could just imagine, I mean, we had a server room and everything. We had like I mean, we were we were dealing in in a lot of data, so we did have on site. Um, servers, data servers, NASes, uh, network access storage. Um, so, you know, we were running that, but imagine, you know, we could take that room away with the air conditioning and all of those servers and put it all in a space which someone else manages. And I don't care about because mm. if something breaks in my office, right, in our office, right, they're going to phone me and go, this is broken, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work, slow, right? These, these are the common sort of support questions right so you've got to do something about it right however if you've got someone else managing that probably you don't need a network manager so it's going to save you a ton of money paying that person and you don't need the the aircon and you don't need 40 servers running your your operating system because it's completely hosted by a third party now it used to be similar to that back in the days where you would outsource these ic services you'd buy them for small even for small companies it was viciously expensive but it, mm. it it gave you the support that you kind of i wouldn't say expected but it, it would outsource that sort of to and fro between you and the, the the people who supplied your software probably you know for the os microsoft for the servers probably you know server supply mm. i'm not going to mention any names there um <laughs> <laughs> so you know we play it safe we're already going to get shot so <laughs> So it's not yeah, have a line. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's just go for it. Let's go across it. But so yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because otherwise I'd okay. be out of a job and I wouldn't have these experiences, right? So, but you know, at the time they they would come to your office physically, come to your office. You would phone them up and say, "Look, my X Y Z desktop has gone down. Come and flip and well fix it." And based on how much money you're giving them, and this is yes another area we're going to go into SLAs right how much money you're paying them gold silver bronze they would be either on site within two hours four hours or the next day so those mm. services existed um as a physical resource um to to offices it's now they have now become virtual 
that that terminal is now managed by uh, a VM, virtual machine, or some server that 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 company has either outsourced to another company. You see where this whole sort of earlier conversation comes into it now. So I I might be supplying um, a desktop as a service solution, but my my servers aren't owned by me. I'm just kind of I'm just offering that niche using using the uh, the energy or the or the infrastructure of a of a of a bigger company like Microsoft, mm. Google, or a another, right? So you know the whole sort of chain goes back there. But so is it the 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 sort of architecture has changed. So if 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 there's something wrong with your VM, they can just spin up a new one. Okay, right, and that's it. You're off to go. Go on, bye bye, out the door. You know, job done. They don't have to send anybody anymore. They just they just bail the VM as long as the um, because everything's there, right? It's just like a um, what do they oh, okay. call it? Okay, um, like a snapshot, snapshot, snapshot of your system, right? It's like a VM snapshot, right? So, and so you literally, I mean, nine times out of ten, I wouldn't say a hundred times out of ten, you can just pick up from where you left off within a couple of minutes, right? Right, your, your VM's back up. Can you log in again? Happy days, right? And 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 I guess even that now oh. can go one stage further, where you've got some sort of monitoring device to say, Mister Jones's desktop has gone down. Spin him up a new one and point him to it. Can all be automated, and that's just the next level, right? <laughs> so <Wow. laughs> that's that's quite interesting. This is this is quite interesting because it starts making me think. Because you started describing all the infrastructure mm. somewhere else, and that's where this other acronym comes in now: IaaS, infrastructure as a service. Yeah, so that seems to be underpinning the DAS and the APAS. Well, it would do right. I think yeah, it's it's the roots, isn't it? It's it's the mm. it's the power supplies, it's the CPU, it's the physical boxes. Because unfortunately or otherwise, they do have to exist. Yes. And our demand on those services incur more energy, literally energy, from, from those services because they run in data centers, they run on servers, they consume electricity, they consume natural resources, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, yeah. that's another conversation. <laughs> Right, so we we can definitely say that this, uh, as you said, you already given the acronym infrastructure as a service is mm. the underpinning stuff. For, like uh, I think you said, the it physical as stuff, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the OS, the stuff. Yeah, I suppose it can go anything up to what, whatever's being thrown out the door, really. Like certificates and proxies and things like that as well. <laughs> Gosh, the list the list is endless. And IAAS is just grabbing all those different concepts so mm. that is that okay so you mentioned data centers and um i've already started thinking of right this could be another conversation as well and um, oh, for sure looking at you know we already mentioned like aws and azure and all these weird terminologies but okay this is quite interesting um can you think of any other acronyms i can think of some they're probably not broadcastable though that's for sure <laughs> 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 Well, let's, let's um, not go there. I mean, <laughs> open that I, can of worms. There's no coming back. <laughs> well, I was just uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you triggered me there. Well, I um, when I was looking at um, the software, so you know how we're recording and how we talk in an office and when we collaborate mm. from home, um, I did come across another acronym. And forgive the people who live in the UK. Uh, it would sound like a university thing, but it's not. But I'm pronouncing it as UCAS. Um, oh, UCAS. Yeah. Com- 
Oh, Uckus. Is that how it's going to be pronounced? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> unify communications as a service. So when we start looking at things like Zoom and Teams oh, no, no. and all that. Yeah. Um, and even remote working. <laughs> I don't know what Uckus you're thinking of now. <laughs> I have a okay. nasty feeling I I do. <laughs> it's not the one we're talking about. Is <laughs> Universities and colleges administrations. There you go. Arcus, yes. Right. Um, I, I think, you know, we, we've hinted at it and we haven't actually said it. And, um, you know, I've got a list in front of me when, um, when I was putting together all those different daily drivers that we use and our phones and computers that connect to the cloud mm. um we mentioned office and all that or cloud and, services let's or cloud <laughs> services so right. we've hinted at it we haven't actually said it per se even though we've kind of hinted at very serious service now mm. it is a cloud-based product um, correct uh we've already you know tried to look for the acronyms and it has evolved from sas to an apas sort of thing mm. um but yes, yeah, so we can say ServiceNow, it is a service. Um, you're being provided a platform of sure. applications, mm -hmm. different applications for different purposes. Um, and it's quite interesting. So in summary, just to bring this to a close. No, we're done, uh, are we? It... Hey, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there's only so much we can talk about when we talk about the basis of the cloud. But I'm just thinking, right, we've gone through all these. We've given some examples. Maybe this is going to more... There's going to be more examples about, you know, the cloud uh, services that we use and interact with. We've given gaming ads an example and there's mm. other cloud software like ServiceNow and YouTube and file sharing like Mega, 4chan and all these others. Can we really now, if I'm asking for too much, simplify the meaning of the cloud now? So it's not the ether anymore. Can I ask you now to try help, uh, you know, a small summary of what the cloud is you've hinted at services and i think sure. that is a key word for the definition and i think we're very close to creating a more easier definition if not the official uh what people like to say because there's big books about internet you mean yeah oh, yeah it's internet so <laughs> <laughs> so how can we now say you know we've used the term services we've used the term internet and we talked mm. about uh, photos of things trying to find a way so if i'm going to get my my older brother he's a radiologist he likes technology if i can stop him from saying the ether <laughs> how can i get him to appreciate and understand this, uh the cloud yeah you know ether ether's a um an interesting word and born obviously because of ethernet for those who are not adjusted with technology and i think i think the cloud i think you know what that's it's a hard one, isn't it? It is. It it is particularly difficult to kind of, and, and unfortunately, I don't want to kind of fall in that pit where if you can't really explain something in the simplest terms, you don't truly understand it. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Can I take that. a stab at it then? Um, yeah, please. I, I might I might be able to brew something up. <laughs> well, so if I if I was to try to summarize it for someone like you know, uh, my brother and other family members who's very interested in not technology. Is, is it universal? Here's, here's, here's my challenge, right? Is it, is it a universal definition? Is it, is it someone you could use to someone who's, say, maybe a minor, so maybe a, a child, and someone who, could, who, is, yeah. who is 94 years of age? Do you think? That, I think that's, that's, the, that's what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, that is right? going the to sweet be hard, spot. yeah. See, that's the challenge, isn't it? Who, what, what verbiage do you use? And I hate that word, by the way, verbiage. <laughs> verbiage. <laughs> verbiage. It's just disgusting. But anyway... But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you could have 
if you could have there isn't there isn't a definition you, you could say to your grandmother right to, to an elderly person right this is the cloud right and then expect mm. them to understand it and and then take that exact same statement and use it for a for a four-year-old and say this is the cloud the the two i mean obviously there's a language you know <laughs> telling a four-year-old about ethernet and ip ip category you know five you know five cables and things like that is just pointless right but <laughs> I, th- I think um i think if we look at what they're using on their phone and just use that as an example so whatsapp hmm. uh actually no let's not use whatsapp let's use uh, let's use icloud Everyone right. knows Apple iCloud, I hope, or even Microsoft OneDrive or Amazon Photos, so where we're storing photos. So I can... Half storage say, locations, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm. so the generic photos should be generic. So we are essentially using someone else's computer on the internet mm. to store your photos. Right, right. Okay, so take that to, again, the next level. You are connecting to a provider that supplies you services over the internet. Yeah. You're using that to leverage yourself to a word processor, a spreadsheet, a presentation software. Yeah. A diagrammer, whatever it may be. Even, even dare I say, even though I don't technically do it myself, an online IDE. Hmm. And I've used those as well. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. everyone has, yeah. right? Well, <laughs> I say everyone. Has, so. It's a very bold statement. There's, <laughs> it's, it's a, particularly myself personally. It's not a nice environment, but you know. And here's, here's an interesting other thing: is um, is is using a spreadsheet on the internet better or worse than a physical copy on your desktop? What's what's the difference? You asking me? Um, um, I, don't know, I would man. say. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those things I throw up in the air and maybe something will catch you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I've caught that question. And the way I see that, um, you know, it's, it's a very interesting one because I have tried to use Office 365 mm. in the browser. I have mm. actually tried to use a OneNote and Likewise. Uh, even worse. Likewise, many times. I right? found it a bit clunky because um, yeah. you're still within the cons- confines of another application. So your br- yeah. browser This is, is interesting. Exactly. This yeah. is the thing, right? This is the key part here. You are running an application within an application, which is your browser on a, yeah. on a computer, right? That's 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 the point here, right? Or yeah. I mean, there are, you could have a potentially uh, an interface like, um, dare I say, Evernote, which is just a sort of skin, a uh, local copy of your notes, for example. And, and you have a copy on your desktop, but it saves onto the cloud which is what one yeah. does as a note-taking do. service yeah exactly um, yeah, it's a note-taking service is stored so you're using someone else's computer as a service they provide to store to something store. basically something something yeah, yeah. Well, there you go store something well, hmm. perfect well i think we've actually got our definition we've got a good understanding we've gone through the iaas stuff and all the other as acronyms i'm saying as. Now. Yeah, yeah. As. we've done that we've done that <laughs> we've got those acronyms and we've heard some examples that hopefully i think by the end of this episode our listeners will have a better understanding of the term the cloud and and appreciate it is a a, a transitive uh, term to mean anything but we've got some kind of area that we like to see it fit and, yeah we have a niche right we have a we have a slither of of operating space in that in that cloud <laughs> so yeah yeah right so i'll let you bring it to the close <laughs> okay
Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope somebody is actually listening there. Um, I'm not just talking to a, a microphone and my mate, basically, just having a, a rant. <laughs> this is what, what we've been doing for the last 40 odd minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if you if you want to contribute, do you want to give the details in one? Okay. Um, we're currently hosted on SoundCloud. So, if you would love to listen to more of our episodes, please subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Please, please subscribe. Please rate, please, please do whatever it can to kind of get us some exposure. That'd be grand. Oh, oh am I pleading again? I do apologize. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I have to say our first episode is going very well. <laughs> please, please support us. It's going to be two guys locked in quarantine for the next four years doing this. <laughs> or do we? That's, uh, I don't know. All right. So guys, until next time. Adios, Adios muchachos. muchachos.